loosen it up, but not well, not, not you, too loose, not, not too you, loose. <laughs> just me. You gotta loosen I'm gonna up. Loosen up. You're I'm gonna tighten, tighten up. up. <laughs> We're gonna. Okay, I'm going gonna, gonna to righty-tighty. You're going to lefty-loosey. Exactly. You'll meet me in the middle. Okay. Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Danny. And welcome to The Pants Are Too Tight. The best name for a podcast ever. Welcome to episode two, whether you're just joining us for the first time or you listen to that first... Uh, our pilot. Our pilot. Our test episode. Our ground zero launch point for the nuclear weapon that is this hilarious podcast. <laughs> Anyway, our topic today oh is- Oh how serious you're trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is never going to make it to air. It will. Our topic today is something that has plagued us since childhood. Since we were put babes in our crib. And that is when you're watching a Disney movie and you're like, oh my God, this is totally going to be a ride. This would be- such a cool ride in Disney World. They're totally going to make this into a ride. And then they don't ever. And you're confused as to how the Imagineers have never made this ride when they clearly engineered one in the movie. And it's just waiting. Um, yeah. Um, there are some egregious examples of this. And there's a couple examples outside of Disney movies. Um, but obviously Disney is the one when you're watching it because they have so aggressively branded themselves. You focus on the fact that the people making this film also own a giant uh, series of theme parks all across the world. Uh, you know, Universal Studios, oh, sure, they own theme parks and put their names on theme parks. But like when you're watching a Universal distributed movie, you're not like, ah, yes, my fond Universal memories. Like you can't even I think the average person would not be able to name universal movies especially because half of the theme park rides at universal studios are based on movies that are not universal movies well i do have one example from universal that yes. always comes to mind Molly, for don't me. say the cat in the hat no it's actually okay. the grinch oh because interesting. there's no way when you're watching that scene in how the grinch stole christmas that you can't that scene where he's like riding down the mountain, paralleling toward his death. The sun is out and the powder's bitching. Exactly. In that, in that children's movie from the year two thousand one. Exactly. When Jim Carrey says the powder's bitching. The powder's bitching, Danny. They should have called that... it the Grinch's powder bitching Mount Crumpet race. They should have. No, it totally looks like it'd be a ride. Like, how cool would that be to just be racing down the mountain on a sleigh? Like, and they have in California. They have. The Grinch set there. They do. They have the set from the actual Ron Howard movie. Uh, it is apparently very sun faded now because they're not like repainting it. They're leaving the original. They paint. would repaint it if they had a ride dedicated to it. Some some quick notes, Molly. And you're looking at me angrily as if I'm the one who decided not to build the ride. <laughs> well, how do so, I know you aren't? You're right. I did for time work for Universal Creative, and I vetoed every Grinch project uh, until eventually. Um, I, I took all the Grinch designs, all the products out of the office, and I hid them in my office. And then I, I, I crept my my ear to the window and I said, oh boy, I'm going to hear all my Universal Creative employees weeping. But Molly, the sound I heard was not boo-hoo. <laughs> I heard them all join hands and singing. And I didn't understand, Molly, because the singing about the Grinch, it came without boxages. Boxages. <laughs> God damn it. I was you going on it. such <laughs> a roll. I was on such a roll. I was going to do the, it came without packages. Yeah, we knew what you were doing. Tags. We knew what you were doing. Point is, Molly, my heart grew three sizes. And I said, make your Grinch ride. And they <laughs> fired me. Um, but anyway, no, real quick, uh, that set 
that is at Universal Studios, all the snow mm-hmm. on it is crushed marble. It's not artificial snow, which is why they can keep it so preserved. Uh, but also, there was there was a plan for a brief time to build a ride based on that scene in The Grinch. Mm-hmm. The, the Mount Crumpet uh, attraction, they were planning it for Universal Studios Florida, Universal Orlando. In the Islands of Adventure section, Seuss Landing, uh, there was a plan, according to Disney historian uh, and media journalist Jim Hill, there was a plan to build a Mount Crumpet roller coaster uh, that would have been themed around the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch. And while that sounds great, um, if you've been to Islands of Adventure, you have seen the animatronic Cat in the Hat, which is based uh, purely on the book Cat in the Hat. Mm -hmm. And it is scary enough because the rubber that is its skin is falling off of the robot, kind of, and it looks really gross. I cannot imagine what an animatronic of the live-action Grinch would look like, and I cannot imagine how scary it would be. Hear me out. Yes. You didn't need an animatronic of the Grinch. Put Jim Carrey on the ride. Well, yes. Put no, Jim they Carrey have on the, the Grinch ride. walk around in Universal yes. in character. Both Grinches, actually. They have the cartoon one from the book, which is colored green like he is in the animated special. Mm-hmm. And then they have the one from the, the movie. And the movie yeah. one, you're right. He always is doing the voice. And... Right. So you could have easily... I feel like they, if they did come up with an animatronic, they could have because... Keep it really far away from the guest. That's different than the cartoon cat in the hat. Like, it just is. That Grinch existed with people. Like, that I feel like... Yeah, it's easier to do. But it would. It, he looks scary though. Like he, does. he undeniably looks a little. And scary. And that would be scary though. Point. It's a roller coaster. It's not for like little children. That's you know? fair. That's very like fair. that cat in the hat ride that is honestly horrifying. Actually, that's just a scary ride. Well, that ride was a so, little more like fun when it opened. The idea is that you were spinning around. You could spin the whole ride. Um, yeah, and then and then it was horrifying. The spinning was too intense. Yeah. So they kind of shut it down, and now you only spin. Well, when you... some people say spinning and mixing things on the walls that are spinning is okay. a recipe for disaster. Yes, you, the part where you're spinning is the part where, like, the mom's clothes, which are represented by these kind of thick, I want to say, like, fiberglass sculptures of clothing, are yeah. spinning. And it's, I really enjoy that ride very much. I don't think it's a good ride. I don't think it has been kept up well. It's horrifying. I think, uh, first of all, I think Corey Burton does a great job doing practically every voice in the ride except the little boys. And the mom, I think, is Tress McNeil. But Corey Burton is the cat. He's the fish. Uh, I think he might provide the noises for Thing 1 and Thing 2. He's he's really good performing as those characters, especially because he doesn't have anything to go on because it's not the animated special version. It's not He's not doing the Mike Myers cat in the hat. That'd which be would be interesting. That'd very, be a far more interesting ride. A very cringy ride where you just go through and hear a bad <laughs> impression of <laughs> like the whole time and it's following you and you watch him pick up an animatronic hoe and go, you dirty hoe. And then it drops out of his hand and he freezes. See, they can't see you up. doing the hand motion of picking right. up a gardening tool. And when you said oh, it, no. I was thinking. Molly. You think you did you think that I was the I was an animatronic pointing at the audience? He picks up like, you know, like you pick up a date. What if it's like what if it's like ET where he says your name it's at the end oh he's like God. goodbye Thomas, goodbye Martha. Like those are Batman's parents. What if it what if it, I couldn't think of two names. What if at the end the Grinch goes, "You dirty hoe, Margaret." The, the cat in the hat. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, what if it's just Mike Myers? What if it's an animatronic of Mike Myers and and there's in no costume Grinch. or not in costume? He's out. He's taking the face paint off. There's a little bit of white around <laughs> his eyes where they Grinch painted. Again. <laughs> okay, he has the cat in the hat ephemera removed, but he's kind of like half undone. It looks like he's taking a, a break on set. 
Okay. But there's still white paint no. around his eyes. And he's just in a director's <laughs> chair going, good job. Like he's trying to put on the cat in the hat voice, but he hasn't done it in so long. He doesn't quite remember what it sounds like. He's kind of, he's half-heartedly, he'll give you an Austin Powers every once in a while. Like, yeah, baby. Remember I was, he doesn't talk like this. Yeah, I don't know who you're doing. Mike Myers just has a pleasant voice. You're and doing I'm Mike him... Myers who like smoked for 50 I'm doing, years. I'm doing that character he did on SNL. He was like a lady from New York. He was like a Long Island woman. He had a talk show. I can't remember the character's name. But he does like, sometimes when he's the cat in the hat, he slips into like this kind of thing, doesn't he? He slips into like a Long Island lady I don't voice. know. You won't let me watch the movie all that often. So. What are you talking about? I bought a copy of the film yeah. so we could watch the In commentary. your later years, you have since allowed me to watch the film, but when I wanted to watch the film for pure actual enjoyment as a child, you were like, no, this movie's a disgrace to Dr. It's Seuss cruel. and all cartoons. It's cruel to Dr. Seuss. It is cruel to Dr. Seuss it is. to do that to him right after he dies. They make this movie where the cat in the hat is picking up a gardening tool going, you dirty hoe and his car is named The Shit or whatever. The S, it, it doesn't it spell out? I don't remember. He goes, we have... Yeah. The gag is that it's called This, and then somebody goes, it's a good thing it's not a super highway, blah, blah, blah. Cool and radically popular? Yes. It's the um, same joke as that episode of The Weekenders where uh, the kid is named Carp. Yes. Anyway, back to the Grinch ride. Y'all ever seen The Weekenders? I hope it, it's not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, which is a freaking crime, Disney+. Plus. I don't know where the hell you're hiding all the episodes <laughs> of Weekenders, but I want them. The best theme song, the best jokes. I mean, they ate Jimmy. Oh, like, ostriches galore, okay? Like, I can't, I can't. I can't even... I don't know where you're hiding the episodes <laughs> of the Weekenders, Disney+. Plus. You have three hours find them. to produce them. I will find um, them. And no. I will kill you. So the um, Grinch ride. I think that you could either have an animatronic of the Grinch. I don't think it would be that bad. Or video projection from the movie. As you're going down the hill, mm -hmm. you hear Jim Carrey yell something or another from the film. And then as you go down, you can just hear like no the powders bitching. the Grinch. The yeah. powders bitching. And What's your favorite line from the Grinch? <sighs> you did the right thing when he steals that car. There's no. That's a good one. There's. I don't think I have a singular favorite line. It's hard. You two are still living? I, I love No Child Can Beat the Grinch. Um, oh, there's one that we were saying a lot this Christmas. I can't. I'm, I'm blanking. Um, I like. Hardcore. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. There's a lot of like weird adultish jokes in that movie. Um, besides pucker up and kiss at Whoville. Maybe that's if maybe it's like Radiator Springs Racers, which you, we haven't done because we haven't been to California. But. Uh, I know yeah, what it is. It's like slot cars. Oh yeah, if you're After a the if you're a millionaire, stuff. if you're a millionaire listening to this podcast, I'll I'll take, <laughs> I'll take your money. I also need a new laptop. Oh yeah, the laptop. We could use a lot of stuff. You know what? Cash. We'll take cash. No, you know what? I like I like when he's like ripping his shirt and he's like, "I'm a psycho." Oh that, oh that oh! Little, that little stop bit. me before I kill again. <laughs> yeah, that's. Good. I like that whole little. I turned it into a song. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to get some vibrato in there, and I made it a song. Um, but I think it would be a great ride. I really do. And if you watch the movie, watch that scene from The Grinch when he's racing with the sled. It just feels like they made it with the intention of it being a ride. And that's kind of like the gist of what we're talking about today. Yeah. Disney, I think, has a lot more specific examples in it because, as you pointed out, Universal, they're park they, they could make to park to movie it doesn't add up. Their movies are not necessarily in the parks, and other studios' movies are. Sure, I think that maybe Jurassic World, which is I'm I'm I, one of my favorite movies of all time, is the original Jurassic Park. I'm not so fond of Jurassic World, but I do think that 
it has a lot of really first of all a lot of really good actors are in that movie a lot of really talented people um but i i think that it also has some really good theme park jokes in the movie like uh they have these little bubbles these gyrospheres that they ride around in and the fact that that's not a theme park ride is outrageous and there's always been rumors of oh they're going to put in a ride with those gyrospheres but thus far molly we have seen nothing, nothing. and that movie came out in like 2015 right 2014 I think it's trying to I have no idea. Anyway, but like that, you know, there's a lot of great theme park jokes. There's a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville at the Jurassic World Mall. Well, there is the Margaritaville. Yes, but already. Jimmy Buffett is in the film Jurassic World, and that is <laughs> hilarious. Um, Jimmy Fallon is on a video that they watch when they're on the tour, and he hosts the tram tour at Universal. Molly, I'm just saying Universal does have a share of these, but Disney is, is the prime offender. Yeah. And I think the biggest example. In our life, our great frustration yeah, the has always been. frustration. Molly, has always been the Emperor's New Groove. It's freaking crime. So the Emperor's New Groove, you're going to straight up animate a roller coaster. Like a complete roller coaster with a hysterical cue. Hysterical. Hysterical cue. And then, uh, like, I, I have to believe that they consulted an Imagineer slash roller coaster builder when animating that scene. I feel like that was made to be a functional roller coaster. I don't think it is. I mean, it skips the track at point. I think it's just a joke. I don't think so. I think we we know a lot got cut and changed in that movie. That's I right. think that was a fully functional roller coaster. And I do believe in my heart that when they made it, they had that, they had the intention of making that a ride in the park. They're like, if we put this in, this would be a great thing to put in the park. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened, what bullshit they were pulling that they were like, screw the Emperor's New Groove. Let's not put it anywhere in the parks. I mean, Let's give make, you nothing. It didn't make as much money. That's which hot. I don't understand either because it's a delight. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I and I'm saying that I'm making that. the direct eye contact. Yeah, he means that. <laughs> Molly? Molly, it's one of the greatest films I've ever seen. <laughs> Molly and my many days on this planet. Um, no, I, I love The Emperor's New Groove. I have, for a long time now, I've pitched you this idea I have, Molly. Yes. It is my one time where I wish I had unlimited money and could buy <laughs> an outrageous amount of stock in the Walt Disney Corporation to change one thing. And that is, I am scared of Splash Mountain because it is a log flume. Nevertheless, I appreciate the design. It is one of Tony Baxter's masterpieces. It was one of his grand statements in, in his career as an Imagineer, and he's one of the greats. But I feel that given the problematic nature of the movie Song of the South, it is yeah. high time that we retheme Splash Mountain. And we can still call it Splash Mountain because the name has nothing to do with, uh, with, with Song of the South or with the Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, Uncle Remus characters. I think we completely remove them because, Molly, it's too problematic. Yeah. And people going on that ride have no clue what it is, and Disney is obsessed with, with fitting in memorable IP while everyone in America knows Emperor's New Groove. I mean, it's meme culture is, like, all over the place now. It is more popular than most of the Disney, like, Renaissance movies. Like, yeah. I think there is more fondness. Unironically, there is more fondness for Emperor's New Groove than there is for, like, Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast, I've said for a long time now, Molly, you know this, you know it's me. It's a bold claim. It is my favorite Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. That and Aladdin. And it, it is my absolute favorite. I think it's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen in my life. But Gorgeous. I think that if you polled uh, a large group of people of our age, Molly, talking about my generation, I think that there is more fondness for The Emperor's New Groove, that they could recall more jokes from The Emperor's New you Groove. Know, I, I will say this about that. Yeah. I do think since Disney really struggles with their male audience – 
I would have thought when they were trying to put things in the park that were more gender neutral and not so focused on princesses. Not that guys can't like princesses, and, but the way society yeah. is run, you know, we know. And not that. Cusco is not in many ways the best Disney he princess. He is the best Disney princess, but no, I feel and like Isma is the greatest queen. A ride of all based time. on that. I I feel I just feel like they would have used that for that reason. Sure. They would have given that movie that was not a princess movie some representation in the park. And this is one of the great sort of failings of the Disney corporate machine is that is that when you look at the original Disneyland from the 1950s mm-hmm. um, during during Walt's time uh, Alice in Wonderland was a movie. Well, now hold on, we don't know what he did. Maybe he's a jerk. I want him to rest in peace. I Daniel. would like his soul to forever be in <laughs> torment. Watch what you say, <laughs> Molly. Relax, it's fine. Disney can't hurt me. Yes, they can. I love so Walt. Money. Okay, questionable man. Not great views on the Jewish a labor community. union. Well, no, hold on. We don't know about that. It's he's. It's a rumor. It? Oh, I thought that was fact. I mean, I don't think it is. I don't want to. I don't. Part of me doesn't want to believe it is because it feels like such an overblown thing. But at the same time, it, you know, it could be. Could be true. I've been watching a lot of stuff about Walt Disney lately, and I'm more concerned with his his views on the labor uh, unions. Well, that wasn't great either. That's but... bad. I mean, there there definitely were Jewish Disney artists, right? We should know more about this. This is Molly. This is our heritage. This is who we are. Our people. Molly. I don't know. I just hear it a lot about his questionable views of not, but really all, all peoples really. He yeah. Had well, questionable he was a man of. who lived in Missouri in the nineteen thirties. Yes. yes, I understand. Well, I mean, we're getting we're getting political. Yeah. Um, no, let's not, Molly. We got to get less political. Okay. We can't possibly address the fact that a famous guy might have not held great either way i want to rest in peace okay okay fine all right whatever he gave us an empire i want him to wander across the earth in the in the chains and shackles that he formed in life link by link (laughs) i want him sitting in this chair next to me hello it's me walt disney (laughs) Um, you thing isn't true anyway i don't know where we were going with any of this Uh, oh you were saying the flaws in the corporate oh the flaws in the modern day like disney corporate view is that like you look at alice in wonderland which is a movie that flopped pretty hard for the disney company when it was released so much so that it was one of the only disney movies that walt sort of cut up into a shorter version and aired on the disney tv show Mm -hmm. uh because he felt that it just wasn't making its money back which it wasn't Uh, so alice in wonderland was kind of a flop but it had two rides at disneyland i mean the alice in wonderland dark ride was not open on opening day but you look at you know you've got the mad tea party which is probably one of the most iconic disney attractions of all time and then the alice in wonderland dark ride which was added a few years after opening Mm. i believe walt was still alive for that ride you know, it's like just because a, ro- a movie was not a huge hit didn't mean that it, it couldn't be part of the Disney legacy. Some might argue that if a movie didn't do well, you make the ride of it a really cool ride, which mm. would then increase the fondness for the movie. So, for example, Disney gets a lot of criticism from the um, older group, like not children, but like teenagers and so on, of not having enough thrill rides. This gave you a perfect excuse to add a thrill ride to your park. And if it's themed to the Emperor's New Groove, right. I think people are going to be like a little more fondness to the Emperor's New Groove and give it a second thought. And I think we've only seen the Emperor's New Groove increase with popularity. Yeah. And I'm confused why you would consider making a television show out of your not popular movie, but not give it a ride that you literally made that everyone loves. One of the most iconic quotes of pull the lever, Kronk. You know what people would kill for the opportunity to pull the lever and then get to scream 
wrong lever. Molly, that is part of my pitch that I'd like to do Oh, now. yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Will you do for them your CBS audition? I feel, <laughs> Molly, uh, that, that... I'm sorry. Was that a cough? No. During our podcast? During the quarantine. Molly, we can't let them know this is during the quarantine. You don't know when this episode will be released. I think the quarantine's going to go on for a really long time, Danny. Okay, well, nevertheless, Molly, we don't want to be another, you know, group of schlubs who who started a podcast because of the quarantine. We didn't start it because we just had the time. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Tell we them your start pitch. The podcast. Well, anyway, my pitch is that we take Splash Mountain, which, to be fair, is probably the only thing propping up the legacy of Song of the South at this point. We take out the Joel Chandler Harris Song of the South characters, right? Mm-hmm. And we make it an Emperor's New Groove ride. And here's what we do. It is uh, a pleasant experience. And you've got a couple ways you can go with this. You could theme it around uh, the entire film, which I feel is the best way to go. At the, uh, but, but you don't go in a linear order because that's not how Disney rides have to work. You don't have to do, as Tony Baxter would say, a book report. You can just do a nonlinear telling of the movie like uh-huh. most Disney rides do. So our first drop can be uh, Cusco. When he and Pacha are tied to the the big log, and they're going, you know, are we about to go over a waterfall? Molly, you have to do the routine with me. Is there a waterfall ahead of us? I, you, I just, just say yes. Yes, it's the I wasn't sure what they said. Molly, we're talking about how fond this movie is. We can't even remember I'm the lines. I'm sorry. I, I don't know the exact wording, and then Neither I felt the I. pressure. I was, trying to, I was just trying to appro- approximate. I think it's most definitely. Yeah. That's we're about to go over a big waterfall. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most, most definitely. definitely. Bring it on. Okay. You sorry. hear that so as you are about to go over the first drop on Splash Mountain. Um, then, you know, the second drop, you could you could theme around uh, one of the more extravagant chase scenes in the film or perhaps the part where the rope bridge breaks. Ooh, and they fall. I like that. And then the last drop, <laughs> Molly. like when John Mulaney's like, ooh, duckling. The big drop <laughs> at the end. You know, Molly, one feels like a duck splashing around in all the <laughs> um, Anyway. Splash Mountaining around in all this way. <laughs> <laughs> quack quack um, I just anyway so there's a then the final the big drop mm-hmm. as you are about to go over instead of you know some some bullshit southern creature going you're going to a laughing place none of that garbage Molly mm-hmm. what you hear is pull the lever cronk and then you there's an animatronic of cronk and it goes Ka-chirk! and then you hear wrong lever as you plummet oh, okay, to the okay. instead of falling into the briar patch mm. you are just going down and it looks like the roller coaster it looks like all those crazy purples and and the pseudo nice. or that okay. drop comes in the room in the dark in the middle of yeah. the ride the wrong lever right and then you, when you're falling out, it looks like Cusco's head. You know how his, the palace uh, is shaped like his head? And at the end of the movie, uh, uh, Pacha and Cusco fall out of the nose of the giant Cusco yes. head. That's what the outside of the ride looks like, mm. Molly. So you are falling out of the nose of the giant Cusco. Yes, I do like yes. that. And then the final room, instead of singing zippity doo da, it's everybody celebrating at Pacha's house at the end. You know, a perfect world begins and ends. I with do us. think that's a good idea. However, yes. I think that will not work in Frontierland. Um, <laughs> you know, Molly, so we created I, Critter Country. <laughs> I think, no, I think that we've, and we've talked about this at length. Yeah. I do think you could easily turn Splash Mountain into specifically when they're tied to the log going over the big water fountain. And I would just argue, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Waterfall. Follow me home. Stop if you Stop dare it. To. I think we could easily have, I would just argue for two emperor's new groove rides because that's how fondly i believe in this project um uh, so i think you turn splash mountain potentially into splash mountain molly wait you don't know that song 
Here, I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm no, not no. doing the song. You go zippity doo da Splash Mountain. No, I'm not doing the song. Zippity doo da I'm not doing Splash Mountain. Zippity a. Danny, no. The rap. The I'm not doing the splash. You guys got to look up the Splash Mountain rap. That'll get its own episode when we're really desperate. Anyway, I think you turn Splash Mountain potentially into the log flume scene, like where they're going over the waterfall, and that's just that ride. Um, I do. I I like the idea of leaving Zippity Doodah because <laughs> it's a great song, and it sucks that it's associated with that film. It's so sad that Eartha Kid is not still alive to perform <sighs> the sexiest cover. That would be of, so good. Zippity Doodah, just like her weird perfect. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Maybe it's out there. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I should do it. Maybe. Maybe I got to work on my Eartha Kit and I come back to you all in a couple days with the perfect Eartha Kit version. <laughs> um, and so then I would argue that you put this the latter half of your ride mm-hmm. in, um, in uh, what's it called? Um, in Epcot. I, I, I know you love the Three Caballeros Molly, ride. are you going to threaten the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros? I... I I am. Three caballeros, three gay caballeros. I, I mean, unless we just want to use more of that open space in Epcot, which I'm fine with. I just think that we could stick, you know, the Emperor's New Groove ride in there, and then you could have the big thing to Cusco. The big know, temple. The yeah. big temple. Well, I mean, I will and say in that... there would be the roller coaster, because that is where Yzma's lab presumably somewhere is. It's like in the basement of that place. It seems like I it's think. in the dungeon. It's somewhere. Um, and I think it'd be great. And I think... You could. It, I think the dark would be cool. It'd be a great indoor coaster. Yeah. And it would look so cool, like you said, with the purple and but all the tubes. But here's the problem with that is that that is the Mexico Pavilion. Mm-hmm. And doesn't the film take place in Peru? I don't know where it takes place. It's I thought in, it was a little ambiguous. Um, he's. They say he's part of Mesoamerican history in the opening lyrics, but I'm pretty sure it's Peru. So we could build a Peru, Peru Pavilion, which I'd be for. I'd love to know more about Peruvian culture because I... Don't think of anything with Peru except the Peruvian puff pepper. Puff pepper. The problem, Molly, with the Peruvian puff pepper, besides its illegality, I think what we... <laughs> sorry. Anyway, wh- whether it be in a Peru pavilion or in advent- somewhere in Adventureland, I want the roller coaster. And I think it'd be and such I a good... And I want it now, Daddy. I want it now. I think the icon of Cusco's head would be a great photo pass area to take a photo in. Now, Molly, you have clocked some time behind enemy lines as a photo pass cast member i don't know if i should reveal this to the public molly your now face is telling know. me i shouldn't but you've you've clocked a few I've hours clocked a few hours as a photo pass uh employee and you you've you've seen it firsthand i uh, you've taken the pictures i've taken the pictures and i know the value of a good icon some good photo locations yeah. you start with your wide primary shot <laughs> Um, two ge- actually she was for gesturing. the magic shot. She was gesturing the uh, the angle at which you take the photo. But I mean, they might not want icons anymore since they just want to obliterate photo pass from the parks. Well, yeah, this replacement of some that's photographers with robots is that's atrocious. But um, anyway. I think they could do it as a model, like they do the Beast's Castle at the BR Guest Restaurant. Yeah. But that is not a very convincing model. However, I think that other models are very convincing. Like Hogwarts. Hogwarts is a super convincing model. You got to look real close to figure out the scale of that. 
and also depending on which Hogwarts you're talking about, East Coast or West Coast, you can kind of see the show building, but that's not important, Molly. Um, but like the the model of Hogwarts is super convincing, mm -hmm. and so that works great. You don't have to build it to that scale, though. I'm talking about like I'm trying to think is of a there good an example. example in Disney. Well, the Hallelujah Mountains at the Avatar Land, a lot of them are really small once you go up. I think that you could build them at a smaller scale. I think the Beast Castle is the best example, but just work on the techniques of that to sort of make it look more convincing because the Beast Castle is kind of famously rinky-dink looking. Is it? Is that Something famous? It's it's um infamous. Uh no, it's it's a little well known. I think people talk about it as sort of an unconvincing model. That's an icon. That was a that's a photo location. Yeah. Had a special magic shot when Beauty and the Beast the live action version came out um where like you could get a little rose at your feet. You could photoshop Josh Gad doing a riff underneath you <laughs> and he would spell your name incorrectly and go, "I'm illiterate." And then people would go like, "Wow, Josh Gad." <laughs> With comedy. Josh Gad was in the parks one day when I was working, and I still to this day don't know if I saw him or not. Did you see at the a time, man that you thought looked like Josh Gad? At the time, I did not know who Josh Gad was. I have oh. only known his voice. Oh. And someone called out to me and said that I was doing a good job. And You're they, doing a good job! And it sounded like, like Josh Gad. And it now, looking back on it, it looked a little like him. And he was in the park that day. But I have no way of knowing. What if Josh Gad is crazy and yells that at everyone? Well, that's what, what I kind crazy of felt. Crazy old Maurice. I don't know. Anyway, Danny, do you have any examples? I've brought... We well we that was a collective. That was a mutual. One. We brought it but together. But do you have any others that um, you think of when you think of rides that were clearly drawn in movies or shown in movies and they did not make it into a theme park? I mean, I told you not to say it, but the Cat in the Hat movie does feature a ride as That's a true. joke, and then the cat turns to the screen and says, "You mean like a ride at Universal Studios?" Kaching, and then they play a little cash register noise when he holds the brochure. That feels very deliberate, and then it's That's not a done. Joke, though. That's not done on purpose. Did we do this whole episode as an excuse to talk about the Emperor's New Groove some more, Molly? I think we might have because no. it's such a great. I mean, it is classic. great, and I love it. Other examples from movies. I mean, really, really, any Star Wars for me. I feel like any Star Wars, and that was the beauty of the second version of Star Tours, is that they threw most of them in there yeah. as simulator attractions. But I'm talking about like I I would love sort of a big scale version of like any Star Wars movies climax, uh, the, the originals, the prequels, mm. the sequel, any of them. Like I, That'd they be cool. all have such big thrilling set pieces. I personally, and mm. I know that we're trying to keep it to Disney, Molly, but it just can't. And Disney did consider doing this for a time. I think James Bond is so ripe for theme park attractions. That it's actually kind of crazy to me. There has been one. There was a roller coaster mm -hmm. in Australia called License to Thrill. Eh? And good. Judy Jet, Dame Judy Dench, star of the movie Cats, she did the video intro as James Bond's boss M, how British am I? And she, uh, so she introduces the ride, but it is just a roller coaster otherwise. Mm. There's not really much going on there. Um, but I think any James Bond movie, most particular of the James Bond scene that you well, think? I mean, I think on Her Majesty's Secret Service, there's a long sort of bobsledding scene in that movie. Oh, okay. um, it's sort of a long, boring movie by today's standards, but by the standards of a movie from the '60s, it's thrilling. <laughs> That's um, making me think of like a Mission Impossible ride and just oh. how intense that would be like they it's couldn't a make a ride of it it'd be too intense you'd be on the edge of your seat so it'd be like a danger for you because you're not fully sitting back in your chair you're like, waiting like your heart's beating out of your they chest they tell you a nuclear bomb is gonna go off and you watch it count down and you're squeezing your seat and henry cavill's trying to hit you with a big hook it's you trying to get the things like to cut the wires like to do it oh, right God. like you have to do it and it's just bad and and that like, would be too much. And there's some of that Lauren Balf kind of Hans Zimmery music in the background. Just, oh, boom, oh. 
So that they made a good call with that one to not. Yeah, Mission make Impossible. That. I don't know how you could. I would love a stunt show of Mission Impossible. That Although it, it might it might still be too scary. I think it might be too scary. It might be too intense. Molly, I need my pills, <laughs> please. Um, gosh, what uh, else? Would well, I always think Monsters Inc. Um, yes, you yes, should yes. be able to ride a, to door. Ride a door. That was, the, I go ahead. The yeah. Concepts for all of these get thrown around, and it gets I so know. frustrating. Like, just, right? Just do it. Just like, do it. There's two different Monsters Inc. rides that I can think of, plus the Scare Floor Show mm-hmm. that we which want. Is, Monsters which Inc. Is the Laugh Floor. Fantastic. The Laugh Floor. I, bo- I, I love the, the Laugh Floor. I've been doing it constantly. Molly, I can't believe we keep booping these mics. Sorry. Buca de Beppo. Oh, Buca de Beppo, the uh, Italian restaurant chain. They have one of those at Universal City Walk. Um, that should have a ride. Uh, don't look at me like I'm crazy. You look, in, you look like I'm insane. I don't know what you're saying. You don't know Buca de Beppo? No. Molly, we gotta go once the quarantine's over. Molly, if it ever ends. Anyway, I'm sorry I turned that <laughs> into a song too. Follow me home. Danny. I like, I, I like that song. Uh, all right. So anyway, Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Yeah, riding the doors is absolutely a perfect uh, roller coaster concept, especially because you could do like a perfect kid version of it. You could do a hanging from the doors kind of thing. That's my dream is to be strapped in on the side. So- like it's a two person yeah. ride basically, and it's a, st- oh, a standing coaster, which I hate because the one example in Six Flags is really uncomfortable. But I think Disney could make it comfortable because I never have issues on any of their What's rides. What's the one you almost fell out of? It was Superman. Superman's was the one? when I you almost fell out of the Superman ride, um, which is a shame because Superman's such a wonderful comic book character he would make you feel safe but i did not and yet his ride i felt safe in the green lantern ride when you're standing but it hurts your crotch real bad so i'm picturing more a waist type of thing i don't know how it would work molly is doing the last step of the macarena to demonstrate this she put her hands on her hip and went a hip sort of thing like rolling it was was more of the uh time warp actually oh well the pelvic thrust will drive you insane and um, the green lantern will keep you safe no so i i picture like you're a two-person cart you're standing on each side of a door and then you're kind of flying on the oh i was picturing here's my concept let me armchair imagineer this for you okay so here's how it is you're you're hanging from the ceiling you're Uh on the track right um and or you can make it the illusion of hanging from the ceiling, and there would be a track beneath you, right? Oh, but you're just I but see. But you just see. see that there's one above you, and it convinces your brain that you're attached to that, right? That's why you're and yours. you're you're zooming along, right? Uh-huh. And then you head for a door, and it lo- it looks like a big wall in front of you mm-hmm. with doors on it, and then you go through one of the doors, and then you're in like Paris for a oh, second. Oh, I love it. And you loop around, and then you leave that room, and you're back in the hallway with all the doors. And so there are these big walls, but they have so many doors hanging on them, it looks like it's just a stack of doors and not a oh, wall. Perfect. And you're. Tri- Transitioning, which is why the rail on the ceiling could actually be good for that, mm. um, or the railing on the floor could make it look like the rail a- above you is uninterrupted, so it keeps the illusion going. Either way, mm-hmm. you've got a solid concept here. Um, I think that Roger Rabbit, the scene where you ride on, where Eddie rides on Benny the Cab. I know that uh, Roger Rabbit is a is a controversial film for you, Molly, because yeah. you personally find Roger Rabbit discomforting so he makes me uncomfortable we have to watch roger rabbit again because i think you have some notion of him it's such an endearing movie i watched it everyone i know loves it and just something about it has always made me uncomfortable whether it be his voice or his actions or that he vaguely reminds me of the nesquik rabbit i don't know what it is but i hate to tell you but he is the nesquik rabbit you're lying quick the bunny yes molly i'm serious one one of them is brown Molly, if you're thinking of being the Nesquik bunny, it don't matter if you're brown or white. Oh, no, we can't reference Michael Jackson. Oh, shoot. I'm um, sorry. We'll have to cut that out. Okay. I won't. Anyway, go ahead. Um, there was such a long buildup for that. Wait, I wanted like to go back to Monsters Inc. real quick because yeah. I thought of another idea. Sure, I'll get back to Roger Rabbit. Um, you could 
your mic so it's one of those rides where like no you're helping mike you're gonna help mike, oh, mike as asking. he digs through the wood chipper to get all the pieces <laughs> to complete <laughs> the door <laughs> and then at the end like your hands are covered in the paint and the splinters what are your thoughts Molly. no no another oh, one no. you you hide in a closet you have to wait in a closet for like three hours for a kid to get home and to get into bed molly what the what the fuck are we doing? The uh, the concept is so obvious. We do the door roller coaster, but the conceit is that you have to scream to fill up the canisters, Molly. Oh, you have to scream because it's a roller coaster, it's Molly. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. You're filling the scream tanks. They haven't figured out laugh technology yet. And then at the end, there's a joke, and you laugh, and then they're like, maybe huh. we should laugh. It's a prequel instead. Yeah, it's but a Monsters not Monsters University. University. Oh, it's post not. Monsters University pre game. <laughs> it's in the Avengers timeline too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I'm putting together Roger a team. Rabbit. I just needed to throw that in. Yeah. Anyway, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, I feel that the scene where he's riding on Benny the Cab is so great that they should make it a ride, and they kind of did. I was gonna say I thought they because, did because well, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is okay, and <laughs> it has very little to do with Roger Rabbit because says I says Danny, who's never been on the ride. I've but never been okay. on the ride, but I have watched eight thousand videos of it because I love Roger Rabbit. I just have never been to California. Anyway, so the the ride, Molly, uh-huh. uh, it's, you know, you're in Benny the Cab. Well, mm-hmm. actually, you're in Benny's twin cousin, Lenny, which is a confusing little theme parky. Do they not get the rights to the name No, because ben, you see Benny the Cab in one of the scenes. You see Roger riding in Benny, and you're in a cab. Oh, okay. So they named his twin cousin Lenny the Cab. Anyway, so you're riding around in Lenny the Cab. Okay. And you're watching Benny get dipped in the first scene with Roger, so his tires are spinning out. And then there's some nice animatronics of the Roger Rabbit gang throughout the ride. But I feel that, considering Roger Rabbit is such a technologically groundbreaking film, it should have a ride that's a little more out there it should be a little less basic the roger rabbit ride has so little to do with roger rabbit most of the scenes are you going through either generic cartoon environments or fake falling so like you're looking down at paintings of the tops of buildings and going through doors and you're going through a mad scientist lab and there's a couple roger figures throughout here it's only when you get to the end that you see jessica and the weasels again you don't really see the roger rabbit characters for the main chunk of the ride Mm -hmm. and i feel that's a big mistake i feel that You know, if you're going to take me into Toontown, do like a great, crazy Toontown ride, which is apparently what Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is going to be. It's opened. I have not watched videos of it because I don't want it spoiled because there's a better chance of me getting to Florida soon than there is of me going out to California soon. Mm. So I just, I'm excited. Well, okay, not soon because of the quarantine. Quarantine. (laughs) But I just feel like Roger Rabbit has so much potential. And there are so many great designs for Roger Rabbit rides from the 90s that Mm -hmm. got scrapped Mm -hmm. because of the disputes with Steven Spielberg. That it just, it it all fell apart. And it's so sad. There's a great design for a ride called the Toontown Trolley, where there would be animation of Roger in all the windows around you. Mm-hmm. And so it would have been an early version of a simulator ride where you're on a red car trolley, which is such a like Roger Rabbity reference because the movie is all about the red car for some reason. You're in a red car uh, trolley and and the windows are are all cartoons. So it looks like Roger Rabbit is outside and Baby Herman's outside. Mm. There was a Baby Herman spinner ride that was planned for Toontown that they cut where it was going to be like baby buggies. So much great Roger Rabbit stuff. And and all of it just kind of fizzled out and it's sad. And nowadays you couldn't even get Bob Hoskins, the main actor in the movie, to do like a hologram where he talks to Roger. But here's my pitch. Mm-hmm. We do a Roger Rabbit sort of thing where in the queue your guide is bringing you in and saying all right everybody we're gonna blah 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 blah." and then they're on one of those hologram screens they have roger rabbit come out and he's a cartoon so it doesn't matter if the hologram looks flat molly Uh. and so it'll be like do you remember um um earthquake 
the earthquake yeah, or disa- yeah, yeah. disaster uh, disaster disaster a major motion picture starring you yeah i loved that ride. yeah where christopher walken talks to your Glad host we got to go on that before it it was, was a gone. really fun ride oh so inside out <laughs> they're literally riding a train <laughs> in that film and i'm like give me thought. an inside out ride like i know that they had like the meet and greet they station. have the emotional whirlwind which is the flicks flyers attraction at dca <sighs> that doesn't the, none of the voices by the way this is crazy none of the voices in that ride are the people from the movie so like i'm sure Richard Kind has no problem coming back to play Bing Bong, but instead it's some guy going like, hey, it's me, Bing Bong. And it's like, that's not really the vibe Richard Kind gives off. Yeah, but so instead you see that and it's like, give me the train. Give me the train of thought. Like, I just yeah. feel like like we see that. Well, can I tell you something that kind of infuriates me? Yeah. They have the Incredicoaster. Right. And then standing next to it is a thing called the Emotional Whirlwind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know... Emotional roller coaster is a phrase. Yeah. But Incredicoaster is not. <laughs> it's not even a good pun. It's not even, it's a clunky yeah, phrase. It is. I'm on the Incredicoaster. Sh- shut up. Shut your stupid Look, mouth. And, like unpopular opinion, maybe. I don't want an Incredicoaster. I want to be inside the uh I'm blanking on the name of that, the octopus looking thing. Oh, the Omnidroid? Yeah, the Omnidroid. I want to be I wanna on be that, in mono- that I want to be on the monorail on No Man is an Island. Yeah, let's turn the monorail yes. into a death trap. Okay, well that's a little much, Molly. The monorail <laughs> is already a death trap. And we both know this. Oh, no. <laughs> All those videos of monorails riding with the doors open or like they're just falling off the tracks. Um yeah, so that was my, my one example is um I really would have liked to have been able to ride. You the know train what else I thought. dislike about the Incredicoaster? What do you Okay, first of all, I love so much about the Incredicoaster because the the pre show video is hilarious. It is well made. Brad Bird reprises his role as Edna Mode. Everyone from the movie is in it except for Frozone, which is kinda garbage because he helped save the day, but whatever. <laughs> um the I love the premise of the ride is that you're going on a roller coaster in Municiburg, which is the city the Incredibles live in. You're going on a ride in Municiburg mm. that is being renamed for the Incredibles because they Mm -hmm. saved the day and Violet complains about like all they did was put our names on an old ride it's not like we don't get our own ride which is fair because the Incredibles is the best movie ever Mm -hmm. and they're just getting their names slapped on California Screaming Um, you know Edna Mode is there the figures of the characters are very nicely sculpted they don't move at all but they're Mm -hmm. like they're nice looking you know and I appreciate any theming on a roller coaster the score to the movie is one of the best scores to a movie Uh so listening to it on a roller coaster is great but one of my big problems with the ride is that it replaced one of the only appearances of Neil Patrick Harris at a Disney park. <sighs> Which is a shame. For why did this man not have his own Disney movie? Why isn't there just a ride called Neil Patrick Harris? Because I just want to ride Neil Patrick Here Harris it. all night long. <laughs> Molly, I want to get a fast pass for Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris. <laughs> I mean, he does do the whole Epcot he Christmas does the, the Festival of Lights sort yeah. of ceremony. That thing. The Candlelight Processional. There you go. I'm going to call it a million different things because that's not right either. <laughs> no, isn't that? Candlelight Vigil? It's not a Candlelight Vigil. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, the vigilante. <laughs> Neil Patrick um, Harris. No, I'm the Candlelight Vigilante. We should have had just inserted him into Ellen's Energy Adventure when it was there. Molly, stop. You have so ch- Molly, your ideas are too good. <laughs> You're hurting me. A modern version of Ellen's Energy Adventure with Neil Patrick Harris and who likes science? We can't do Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's questionable now. He's bothering you, me you about You want to get rid of Bill Nye? Oh, you're right. We'll just do Bill Nye again. He's still around. Okay. I want a Neil Patrick Harris. I want a Neil Patrick Harris movie, though. Okay, okay. Anyway, he they're deserves to be an anyway. evil villain. The ride's already I know, gone. Let's gone. just give it's Neil gone. Patrick Harris a ride where he's the good guy and the bad guy. There's oh. Neil Patrick Harris 
and Unreal Patrick Harris, who's a fake Neil Patrick Harris made. No- That's good. It's Muppet Vision. Molly, you've got Neil Patrick Harris is going to put on a show for you. He's going to sing and dance. Okay. But then there's a computer generated Neil Patrick Harris, like Waldo C. Graphic, whose name is Unreal Patrick Harris. And he comes out of the computer and he's like, I'm going to turn into Mickey Mouse. And then he turns into Mickey Mouse. And then he like sings to you. No, he should have a magic show because he's a magician. Oh my God, you're. You're Molly, you're a genius. I'm so good. No, but speaking so of good. shows, I have another one. Yes. Um. So my other attraction based on a movie is Hercules, and I think we should have another stunt Molly, show. Molly, honey, you mean Hercules? I do mean Hercules. We should have another show, like a stunt show type thing <laughs> for Hercules in the park, and it's him, you know, doing his different feats that he has to do, his different labors. The eleven um, uh, but tasks. But whichever they change it to for the Disney film, yeah. and we can see that. I think that'd be really cool. Um. Especially nowadays, like with the different projections we can have and the special effects. I think that'd be really cool to see because Hercules gets no representation. My other suggestion for Hercules is a ride where you ride Pegasus. Oh, that's solid. That would be fun. Um, Like you think you're going on a nice little carousel of Pegasi and then they fly. Okay. Can I tell you something? It's and not Pegasi. <laughs> Pega people. Um, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. Ooh. Anyway, because uh, Pega P, it sounds like, never mind. Oh, I don't oh, want to explain this oh, to you. Oh, oh, okay. Stop it. God damn it, Molly. This no. is why we can't make eye contact during a podcast. <sighs> never start a podcast with your siblings. Point is, Molly, I feel like quacking, so I think I will. <laughs> Those are the lyrics to the quack back theme song. Okay, no. You're doing I feel a lot like of deep cuts in, today. Molly, it's all deep cuts today. Welcome to Deep Cut Day on fucking The Pants Are Too Tight. <laughs> I forgot the name of the show for a minute. Oi. What? Oi. Oh, so <laughs> Tony Baxter, who I mentioned before as designing yeah. Splash Mountain, one of the great Imagineers of our time. He has a pleasant little mustache. He's like what you wish Walt Disney was. He doesn't seem to have any problem with labor unions, <laughs> and he's very sweet. I love so, him. And he's funny, and he's charming, and he worked at the ice cream shop at Disneyland when he was a kid. He mm. met Walt Disney. He's a sweetheart. Love Tony Baxter. Tony Baxter- Big part fans of, what, of Tony. Big Tony Baxter stands on this podcast. Part of How what can got- you not be? If you know who Tony Baxter is, you can't not love him. Do you think Tony Baxter has an enemy? Like a mortal enemy, Tony Faxter. <laughs> An imagineering rival. <laughs> who, who's always trying to get it. An his... unimaginative he... earring. Oh, <laughs> what? Are you thinking of, are you thinking, oh, un... I thought you were saying, you're doing the opposite of imaginary. Yeah. I thought you were saying earring because you were like Joe Rody <laughs> no. is his enemy. They're friends. They're friends. A... They're, they get along. They're imaginary but... bu- buddies. I, they're there was buddies. They're pals. They always Danny, seem to work things out side by side, wherever they are. They're always ready to roll. They're the goof troop. Danny. I'm sorry. Uh, that's the lyrics of the goof troop. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a pun and say they're Carl, ready to roll a coaster. Draw. Anyway, so I just real quick, Tony Baxter's evil enemy is Tony Faxter, and he is the same guy, but instead of that pleasant little mustache, he has a big uh, evil mustache, and he wears a little cape. This is the and same he goes thing around, as Neil and Unreal. He goes around loosening the bolts on Big Thunder Railroad and like tying women to the tracks, and Tony Baxter- Big Thunder Railroad? Like, Who are you? Big Thunder Mountain. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, and Because that was one of Tony Baxter's big rides, Molly. Yeah. One of his Big Thunder Mountains. Um at any rate, so Tony Baxter, part of how he got his job at Imagineering was he designed a ride based on Mary Poppins, where you would get on a carousel, and then as the carousel turned, your horse would leave and go off into the sort of jolly holiday section. And we don't have this because... Uh, money, I think. Rude. Mary, Pop- Mary Poppins is always showing us things that would be good rides. That's a great example. Let me fly on an umbrella. Let me let me jump into the painting. Molly, fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. I don't remember the words right Let me jump into a bank and burst into song. Like anything, really. Show me animatronic Dick Van Dyke. We're getting a ride, though. A Mary- Are we getting a Mary Poppins ride in Epcot? It's not clear. 
There's rumors. There were rumors that because Mary Poppins Returns did not make the required billion dollars, that it would not uh, get an attraction. Yeah, well, that shouldn't. But regular Mary Poppins should. Well, here's the thing: is that there? I believe they are still going ahead with the Cherry Tree Lane construction they were going to do okay, with the facade of the I would Banks like house. that at least. I don't think there's going to be an attraction though. <sighs> I think it's just going to be you can go and meet Mary and um, not Bert. Bert. I think Mary and Jack from the the new one, the Miranda character. What? I like Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, but it's not going to be Lin Manuel Miranda. No, I think he'll go there every day. You know there'll be a fun promotional video where Emily Blunt and Lin Manuel Miranda meet people there. Yeah. Like when Tom Holland dresses up as Spider Man at DCA, or <sighs> when Lupita Nyongo dressed up as her character from Us for the Halloween Horror Nights thing and she stood in the maze and scared people. She's That's the both greatest. my dream and my nightmare. That is so cool. I love her so much. Lupita Nyongo, you and Neil Patrick Harris, do something together. Do a project. Um. Could you imagine if Lupita Nyong'o and Neil Patrick Harris were like, we've been looking for a project together. <laughs> maybe they have. Maybe they're going to do a Magic Disney ride. Um, I do think that I, – I know we have so many more examples of this because literally every time Danny and I will watch a movie, we point this out. This should be right. Um, and, you know, I might ha- we might have to do a second, a second volume, of this. volume because there are so many. And please, you know – Tweet us, or you could email us if you really want to, your, your ideas um, for movies that should have theme park rides and don't. They don't have to be Disney, because as you realized, we didn't stick to that. No, at but all. But any movie that you're like, this was deliberately made to look like this should have been a ride, and we never got it, and we feel really cheated about it. Yes. Um, and if you agree if you wanna, with ours, yeah. show us the support so that we can really fight the uh, the man to get fight some Cusco. <laughs> In the park. I'm not going to fight Mickey. Fight the mouse. No, I hate when people do that in like business things. They're always like, looks like the mouse is getting the cheat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any Disney article yeah. is like, the mouse is powerful. Like, I, ooh, drives me nuts. Anyway, um, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to thepantsaretootight at gmail.com. You can send us your fun examples there. Or you can find us uh, on our social media. On Instagram, we are just thepantsaretootight. So thepantsaretoottightpodcast at gmail.com. Or just follow us at the pants are too tight. Um, on Instagram. On on Twitter, we are tight pants podcast. Oh no, are we just at pants podcast? Oh no, Molly, don't do this to me. <laughs> we are gonna write them down so we remember. No, we're just at pants podcast. I think we are at the pants podcast. At the pants podcast on Twitter. Tell we'll you what, say it again. At if the end. you just look up. The pants are too tight. You'll, You'll find, find us. us. Throw a rock. That's how we do it. Yeah, I mean, that's how I do it every time when <laughs> we have to plug this. Um, but yeah, again, um, you can send us emails or things. If you have examples, um, you can leave us a review with your examples in the review instead of telling us what you think of the podcast because we're very sensitive to criticism. We're not. We're actually not. Bring it care. on, yeah. bitches. Come on. Let's no. invite internet trolls to yell at us. You know, we don't care about- Stay on the topic might be something We don't say. care if we don't know where or the Emperor's New Group is set. topic. Oh, maybe- yeah, I don't know what you want. Maybe it's more amusing if we're not talking about the topic. That can't be right. This is probably infuriating to I, listen to. I don't know what we're doing. Um, The second half? The David? second half of today's episode is we're going to be talking about <laughs> theme park rides- that should have movies. That should have movies. So obviously Disney has done this, right? Mm-hmm. Disney has done The Haunted Mansion as a film. Disney did a Tower of Terror TV movie, which had nothing to do with the Twilight Zone. Pirates was... of the Caribbean? What? Pirates never heard of, of it. Pirates of the Caribbean? No, never never heard of it. Caribbean. Molly. The... Caribbean? Why would they make a movie out of that Caribbean. Ride? It would never work. So there's five <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean films, a video game, several novels, mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. 
Um, we're going to give a shout out to Jenny Nicholson. She oh. did have a nice segment on this. Yes, on Jenny Nicholson's YouTube channel. incredible YouTube channel, which is just called Jenny Nicholson, one of the best YouTubers in the game, folks. She did a wonderful segment uh, about theme park attractions that should be movies. She did a great run about how Cars Land should be a movie unrelated to the Cars franchise. Um, yeah, we're going to try to take it up a notch, though. We are bad cars, and so we're going to try to figure... We're going to go maybe one or two steps in the other direction. She did take Sunny Eclipse. She did mention oh, Sunny Eclipse. Which is all you can want. A character we've been obsessed with for years and is just now starting to get some like underground Disney attention, I've yeah. noticed. Like Podcast The Ride did a whole episode with Jenny Nicholson. They did a whole episode about uh, Sunny Eclipse, we have been obsessed with this lizard since we were kids and we went to the Magic Kingdom. He is an adorable alien man who looks like David Bowie got ill. Catch him at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe in, uh, wow, I just blanked, in Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. Yeah, in Kingdom, they got Tomorrowland. the best chicken nuggets in the game. In the galaxy. In the galaxy. <laughs> um, oh. So attractions that need movies. Attractions that need movies. I think I think I've got one okay, go off the bat. Um the Jungle Cruise, they'll never do it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for the Jungle Cruise movie. Um, who knows when it'll be released now. But... I want the people who made the new Jumanji movies to make it. I mean, one of them is. I know The Rock his is name there. is Dwayne. But the I, I really enjoyed the new Jumanji movies, which, you know what? I want a Jumanji ride. I just thought of that Ooh, now. that'd be perfect. That's a Sony it's movie. It's cool but scary at the same time. Yeah. Sony needs to They like... made the game, so the next step is the ride. Oh, the video game. I thought you meant they made the movie the game. No, they made the board game of oh. Jumanji. Oh, because there's a video game, too. Oh. With the, sort of well, based on the movie. that fits the second movies. I'm sorry. Back on track, Um, you you were saying you had an idea. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. I said I did. I didn't mean it. Oh. Oh, King Arthur's Carousel, the movie. <laughs> it's not King Arthur. Why'd you chuckle? Who's King Arthur's Carousel? I think the California one is King Arthur oh. and Prince Charming. Has oh, okay. That, I could see. I was thought you were getting confused because the sword for and the stone. For a long time, there's been there's been a rumor for a long time that uh, John Favreau has been working on a Magic Kingdom movie. That's just an adaptation of the park in general. That's been long smoldering. Mm. Guillermo del Toro has been working on a Haunted Mansion movie. He still is. He has not quit the project yet. It's still in development. He's a huge fan. He has a life sized hat box ghost at his. Uh, he has a house full of just memorabilia where is he doesn't live. Is this planning on being more of a scary movie? It's more or... of a straight adaptation of the ride, less to do mm. with Eddie Murphy. He he jokingly said, we are not returning Eddie Murphy's calls when Aww. someone asked him about the movie. As a joke, I don't think he holds any animosity. Eddie Murphy did not Eddie. direct the film. Also, the director of that film is a very talented man. I enjoy man. the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's some good stuff in that movie. I think that they're, it's more creative than people give it credit for. Um, you do face a problem when you're adapting something as abstract as the Haunted Mansion, which is why yeah. in Paris they gave it a definitive storyline um, when they did Phantom Manor. Well, that's what you get when you have two different people with two different ideas yeah. make a ride. The famous Mark Davis and Claude Coates fighting for whether it should be mostly scary or mostly funny, and that's sort of the bridge. When you go out into the graveyard, it becomes pretty much all fun, whereas the interior still has some... Legit scares, I would say. Although, to be fair, I don't know if I've always agreed with that assessment because the graveyard is the place where those little guys pop up. And that's the only like time you'd go, ah, in the Haunted Mansion is those no, little... No, but it doesn't give you the creepy feeling because you're like... Duh, 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 duh. There is music. Yeah, that helps. Um, but I, I think that the interior does have some fun moments. I think the ballroom is so much fun. It doesn't feel eerie. Mm, you know, That's the borderline. I mean, the whole thing is charming. There's no yeah. real scares. Uh, the, the Which I appreciate because yeah. I don't like haunted houses. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, so Disney attractions that would need their own film. Uh, let's let's be clear about this. I think that King Arthur's Carousel, billion dollars at the box office easy. 
Yeah. How um, is that not based on the Sword in the Stone? It's it's just called King Arthur. It's just a carousel, Marley. Forget the name. Because also now I'm scared that I was calling it the wrong thing. <laughs> and I refuse to Google it. Um, but no, just a carousel. It's just like a team of horses and they have to like pull off a heist or something. Oh, okay, okay. You can have that one for free, mm-hmm. Disney. Um, okay, Cosmic Rays is taken. It's already taken. Jenny Nicholson came so up with So I would like a nice movie of the Carousel of Progress where we simply get to watch a very slow progression of a family through the generations. Molly, it's called Boyhood. It's not, it doesn't have the song, Danny. It doesn't have John and in his well, chair. And the, although I don't really like the idea of this, I do think this is what you'd have to do in that case. You hear the song, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, change with the times music. Oh, so we'll have like a bunch of different versions of that. Um, and I don't know what the dramatic storyline will be. Maybe that really is the hottest July and they all start melting or something. Can you pause this? I have to pee. <laughs> So we're we're thinking that maybe it's the story of a family. Yeah, like a drama. I don't. I know. think it could be the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. That could really get it going. <laughs> Good. That's a solid um, uh, click five you know reference. What it might be is now. There... I'm afraid I said the wrong band. Is That's... that click five? Molly, do I look like I know? Oh, look, it's on my phone. Okay, I think that maybe the story here is that they're immortal. The family is immortal. Because you'll note John is kind of always the patriarch. And now I had always assumed that it was a different... It is the click five. That maybe it was a... Oh, good. (laughs) I was really worried. Uh, That it was maybe a different different guy Uh in every scene. Like John was like John Jr. or whatever. Um, But that's not what it's meant to be. They're meant to be the same people, I never took it that way. So maybe they're immortal. And they just, they live and they experience... Wait, wait, we I go, got it. No, sh- we go through all of human history. Okay, okay, All of human history with one family. We start at like the first signs of life in Africa, maybe. Mm. And then they become like an Egyptian pharaoh and they fall and rise ah, throughout history. And so they're just like vampires. And we sort of interview with a vampire style. We track them through a long period of time. I would enjoy that. I was thinking we could combine it somehow with Phil of the Future. Oh, oh, much better. Yes. Forget no, I, I love your idea. I think both. I think we follow them. Here's the thing. Infinite sequels, because they live forever. Exactly. We follow them into the future. <gasps> they get to the future, and then they have to go back. And Well, that doesn't really fit. Th- back that to the Future already has a ride they, they and a movie. Had a ride. Please, I don't like thinking about the fact that we can't do it. Hey, if you're a millionaire out there, and you have the money to buy us a D-Box motion Please chair, buy us a D-Box. Because the... The Back to the Future Blu-ray set comes with D-Box motion capabilities, so you get one of these special motion chairs, and it will move your chair in time with the footage of the Back to the Future ride, which if you have not seen it, see it. You can find it illegally on YouTube. You can buy a Blu-ray or a DVD. It's in the bonus features. It is hilarious. It is fantastic. We never got to ride the ride. No, we never did. Douglas Trumbull, who worked at ILM working on the Star Wars movies, he supervised the ride film. Peyton Reed, Wait, who directed- you didn't mean our teacher? No, no. We did also- Both of us did have a teacher in high school named Douglas Trumbull. But that is unrelated. We love you, man. We love you, Mr. Trumbull. Oh, Mr. Trumbull, if you're so out there. I... We miss you so bad. Oh, our bald little buddy. I think he shaves his head. I don't think he's balding. I think he shaves it. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't want to- I wouldn't want to ask him, because that's personal. I just always inferred that he, you know, he sort of trimmed it, kept it down. <laughs> anyway. Everyone who's listening cares about this. The point is, Mom, um, has there been a point at any, any moment in, in this podcast? No. No. You cannot keep playing with I'm tape sorry. while we do a podcast. If you're going to leave a roll of tape on the table, I'm going to play with it you're while we podcast. To play with. What was that? No, it's like, hit the table. Oh, God. God, God, followed. God. 
Anyway, uh, Doug Trumbull, who worked at ILM, he he uh, was one of the supervisors of that film. And Peyton Reed, who directed the Ant-Man movies, he actually wrote the pre-show because they made the, the footage for the ride without a story. They were like, why is there a second DeLorean? I don't know. It's just what we decided the ride would be. So then he had to justify it. He wrote, you know, Biff coming back from mm -hmm. the 50s and everything. He wrote all the jokes that are in that pre-show. And there's some, Molly, there's some solid jokes. Uh, he also came up with the dialogue that would play while you were on the ride. So Peyton Reed has a major hand in this. Some fun stuff, Molly. Uh, mm -hmm. Back to the Future of the Ride. Check it out. Universal needs the money. Anyway. Anyway. They, that, more, that major corporation really needs this plug-in for them. Point is, Molly, Carousel of Progress ride, great one. Yeah. Top of the list. What I, else? What we are going to do now, Molly, I have not run this by you, but you're going to oh, go no. along with it because we're really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm an improv Molly, genius. Yes, and we are going to look at a list of all the attractions at Magic Kingdom. Uh, Just Magic Kingdom. Okay. And we are going to spitball some movies. We're not okay. going to go through every attraction. Okay. Okay. But we're starting specifically with Magic Kingdom so that if we have to do that sequel episode, Molly, mm -hmm. we will have... There's room to There's expand. More? Okay, okay. We are right now buying land in Florida, I, Molly. I am worried about starting with Magic Kingdom as many of those have movies. Oh, would you Ooh. like to start with Mexico? Uh, no, no. I, I have one. Mexico I've got one. Because... I've got one. The Astro Orbiter where it's just a person in space orbiting the Astros and it's really cool. Wait, the Astros? The team? The, the team. <laughs> the team. <laughs> we put the Astros just, in... We launch the Astros, the what? whole team, into space, and then a guy is flying around them trying to get back. We accidentally had launched a whole dugout <laughs> into space. Okay, Molly. All right. Here's the list of attractions. Okay. So. Main Street Vehicles. Jenny Nicholson already did that. Fast and the yeah. Furious. Can't get... Molly, Jenny Nicholson is beating us at every turn. This podcast will never succeed as long oh as we God. live in the shadow <laughs> of Jenny Nicholson. Mm -hmm. All right. The Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom game. Listen. The game is, I've never played it before. I did get a pack of those cards while I was at Magic Kingdom, but I didn't have time to play the game. Um, I want them to release the footage from that because they created new animation. It's clearly like TV budget animation, but it looks pretty good. Uh, and I'd like them to release that just for me to watch, like on Disney+. Plus. Do it as a bonus feature. Okay, here we go. Um, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. That's not a movie. Wait, what? Yeah. Molly, I don't remember a movie about the magic carpet. <clears throat> I remember a movie about Aladdin. Oh, a Lion King one and a half-esque movie with Abu and the carpet. Two characters who don't speak. No, Molly. The carpet is immortal. He has lived forever. We will follow him from the earliest signs of life oh. in Africa. <laughs> oh, he follows the family <laughs> from the Carousel of Progress. He is John. John is the carpet. What if the carpet has always been in the Carousel of Progress house and we never noticed? It could be flat on the floor. We'd have to That's be tall. That's the Lion King one and a half aspect. He's not going through the story of Aladdin. He's going through the story of the Carousel of Progress <laughs> movie that we have to make. There you go. All right. Uh, here we go. The Tiki Room under new management. I specifically want to do an adaptation, not of the Tiki Room, but of the crummy layover where... Layover. Overlay. Where uh, the crummy overlay version where the Iago... The layover version where Iago and Zazu sit in an airport and wait. Our flight's delayed. It's just that for two hours. I know it is. Our flight's delayed. I know it is. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some sunglasses. And then he goes and he comes back with sunglasses. <laughs> and Zazu's like... Do you want Jamba Juice? And he's like, I don't want Jamba Juice. And he's like, there's nothing else to eat here. There's a Cinnabon. I'm not going to eat a Cinnabon because he's a fancy bird. He wants yes, Jamba I Juice. I see. Your actual idea, Dan? <laughs> Molly, this is a genius idea. Iago and Zazu have a layover because they can both fly. That's, yeah, the, that's end of, the funny the part. The end of the movie is they go, we can fly. And then they go, oh, Molly, 
And you can fly from Peter Pan plays in the background. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. There is an episode of House of Mouse, beloved Disney series House of Mouse, where Iago sings A Parrot's Life for Me instead of A Pirate's Life for Me. And uh, Rob Paulson does the singing for Gilbert Gottfried. He also does an impression of Gilbert Gottfried on the TV show Danny Phantom, where he plays the ghost Technus. Molly, you don't need to know any of this. Back to Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Is there any filmic way to... I mean, we could just adapt the story of Rainbow Ridge, like the town they live in. I would love to see a nice modern-day Western runaway train ride. I think it would be... I mean, they kind of did that in that Lone Ranger movie. The last, like, 20 minutes is just a train heist, isn't it? Hear me out. We get the cows from Home on the Range, put them on the train on Big Thunder. Molly, I know a place. Pretty as pie. A little patch of heaven way out west. Um, those are the lyrics to Um, the song no I think you could easily do something around Big Thunder Mountain but like we don't call it Big Thunder Mountain it's just like it's all building up to some big scene at the end and then they get on a train and then all of a sudden like the train like it's just very non just like like just like the Cusco ride like it just happens to appear and you'd watch it and you'd be like man I wish this was a ride and then in the credits you see inspired by Big Thunder Mountain and you're like oh I forgot there's a Big Thunder Mountain comic book Molly I'm sorry I'm sorry to let you know now. Um, Country yeah. Bears is already a movie. Yeah. Molly, I'm sorry. You were right. These are all movies. Told you. Well, that's what I felt like Magic Kingdom is a lot of character The Hall of Presidents things. movie. Molly, I know right now is not a time where anyone wants to be thinking about the president. This is all going to be about traveling through time. But here's what it is. Okay. I'm putting together a team, Molly. A team of presidents. Oh, my God. To pull off the greatest heist in history, National Treasure 3. The Hall of Presidents. <laughs> oh, my God. They have to steal the Declaration of Independence again. But in order to do it, they're going to need George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Grover Cleveland. And Richard Nixon. Richard M. Nixon, because he's the only one who has enough experience doing crimes that are not crimes against oh, humanity. Oh, that's good. See, that's the thing is that that's Richard good. Nixon did bad stuff, including, you know, part of the Vietnam War. But, Molly, but. Andrew, if you go for, like, Andrew Jackson, you're talking about crimes against humanity, crimes against nature, a, a, like a genocide. But not cards against humanity? Not cards against humanity, Molly. Crimes. Crimes against Like, humanity. real ones. Um, no, and, and so, like, he need, we need, like, a, a president who's just, like, dirty, who just has dirty hands but is not the current president mm. with dirty hands because, Molly, too political. So it's uh, the presidents throughout history are doing a heist. Nixon, of course, betrays them at the end, and there's a great line where – this is stupid. Where where Abraham Lincoln goes, uh-oh, looks like Tricky Dick got old Honest Abe in the back. And then he falls down having been shot in the Ooh. back. Just like real life. I mean, he was, he was shot in the head. But, you know. No, was he shot in the back? He couldn't have been shot in the head. He lived for long enough to, to carry him across the street and let him die in a bed, right? I have always pictured it being in the head, but I can't pretend I know the details of the Lincoln assassination. Maybe we're thinking of Kennedy. I just assume you shoot someone, you aim for the head. Like... If you want to get the job done. Thanos was right. You should have gone for the head. Molly, you're John Wilkes boothing it every day. Um, John Wilkes like my boo. <laughs> he's going to John Wilkes my boo. Um, okay. All right. I'd be down for that. That's my Hall of I could see that. I, I could see that. They are stealing um, the Declaration of Independence. That is how the, about the a, if we're going to have a freaking land for storybook circus yeah we make a mickey mouse cartoon about those circus characters right because well, I mean, otherwise i'm like dumbo 
not Casey Junior's the training no, dumbo. No, no, no. Like the great Goofini. Oh, all that's perfect. Yes, yes, like yes. if I'm gonna meet these random versions of my Daisy, favorite Disney characters, I'd like that to be from something. And I don't know what the plot would necessarily be if we wanna throw a little Dumbo cameo in. I don't think that could hurt. Um, but something, you know, like I want those characters in a context because otherwise I'm really just like, why are they here? Right. I think there's a great ride to be done based on in the same vein, the Goofy roller coaster, the Barnstormer. Yeah, it feels like there should already be one. Formerly Goofy's Sky School. I feel like it's weird that we've got sort of these versions. You're right. Like these versions of yeah. characters in the parks when there's so many variations Mickey oh, Mouse yeah, already. that we love. That we're making up extra ones. It's like, you know, Mickey has like famously a bunch of different costume changes. Yeah. A bunch of different careers he's had. You know, him, Donald, and Goofy are always different jobs in the cartoons. They're house painters or but whatever. But he's not a magician. But okay. But hear me out. Yes, you're right. He's not a magician. But what is better than that is the one of my favorite old Mickey Mouse cartoons uh, is the one where they're ghost hunters. I was just going to say that. And they catch the lonesome ghosts. Well, we should have that during Halloween for sure. What else should we have during Halloween is um, what – I phrased that so wrong, but whatever. Another thing we should have during Halloween is mm-hmm. that great Donald Duck cartoon with the trick-or-treat song. The trick-or-treat, mm-hmm. trick-or-treat on Halloween. Yeah, but that one kind of scares me. That one scares you? Just because the witch is in it? Yeah. And she makes him dance until he kicks a key out of his innards. Dance until you die. It's kind of. She sings some little rhyme about, about dancing because um, he swallows a key to the pantry because he doesn't want to give Huey, Dewey, and Louie treats because he's a jerk. And so the witch makes him dance until he kicks the key out from within him. And then since he... Excuse me, I'm getting ill. Since he won't do that, she mm. just... Uh, she makes him run down the block and then charge until he breaks down the pantry door and they can have all the treats. I think there's a fun version of that to do a ride of, not even a ride, just sort of a show maybe based around that character. Cause then like the whole point is she's making him dance. Right. You're writing a stage show already. See, I see that you, you saying that sparked two ideas. Well, three ideas in my head and I forgot the first one. Um, one I want, Oh, I remembered it. Okay. That's real time editing. I want a, Going back to our first topic, I think Hocus Pocus needs an attraction. Yes. Um, even if it's just around Halloween, which I don't think it needs to be um, because I I think we could have Halloween all year round. But let's say it's something that just comes out. I know that they have the Sanderson sisters on the stage, like that whole thing. But I feel like some type of attraction would be cool, um, whether that be... Like some type of, I think a dark ride could work for right. that type of thing. Yeah, Angelica, um, Eliza, and Peggy, the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, exactly. No, but also then, um, and many people have talked this up. This is not an original idea, but I would love a life-size recreation of Halloween Town. I thought you were talking about a ride based on the movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Where you go, you start out in a dollhouse, like the Toy Story ride, and then you're just in a house. Oh, that would be cool. It's just kind of wacky. And going off of uh, DCOMs, I would love to see a smart... A smart house attraction. A smart house ride. Yes, yes, yes. With uh, with Katie Seagal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that'd be great. But okay, so my other idea though, going back. Yes. Um, well, I, a full scale replica of Halloween Town is just, it's needed. We all want it. I know there's like a town that does something like that, but like yeah. I want a theme park, 
You can ride the broom with Marnie. You can go in the giant pumpkin. Yes. Like, there's so many things. Like, who doesn't want to meet Calabar? I was about to ask if this is too kitschy of an idea for Disney, but then I remembered they did Dino Land USA, so they're willing to delve into yeah. parodies of Americana. I would love a sort of section of one Disney park, whatever mm-hmm. it is, where they have the four seasons of the year represented in in lands, especially because the Aww. Disney parks are in the Disney parks are always sunny. Yeah. It would be a, a charm to have like a winter land and a fall land and a spring land. That's and then cute. And there's summer land. There's you could put so many exactly characters in there. So they you know. have Halloween Town, right? Mm-hmm. B- with the big pumpkin in the town square and everything, because there's enough Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. I feel right. like um, it, there's not enough, but there's they've some. got a lot of but all those Disney movies that they made for Halloween. I mean, there's yeah. there's plenty of there's the so Toms. many like that you could, and then it, you open yourself up to like Twitches. all the different. Yeah, yeah, you open yourself up. <gasps> the to... castle from Twitches? Oh, it'd be sweet. Well, I think, I don't think we're going to get a Twitches attraction. I won't lie to you, Molly. I think the chances are slim. Um, I think Tia and Tamara are not only executive producers of that film, but that they hold all the rights and they would never let Disney have it. Um, that's neither part of that is true. But I just, I would love to see them sort of go all out on on some of their seasonal films. Yeah, like, like or the movie Snow Dogs. Yeah, you made me like my idea last. <laughs> no, um, I no. no there's a lot of different seasonal. They own the things. Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah, that version uh, of the North Pole is kind of fun. <gasps> to ride in that sled would be really fun. No, it'd be so cool to see that North Pole. That yeah. would be really the nice. The interior of that could be a great cue for a sleigh ride. Um, um, and then they could have a special Jack Frost takeover events. Oh, where, we where say it North becomes pole. North Pole, North Pole, North Pole, North Pole. That's cute. And for yeah. spring, you can have like Bambi, and everyone can be right. really sad because oh. you're gonna shoot Bambi's mom. No, um, no, like it could definitely what's, work. What's the song in Bambi that plays right after they shoot the mom? There's that happy song. Uh, it's like tra la 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 la. I have no idea. I haven't seen Bambi. In I years. think I was doing the. You're out of the dark. You were. <laughs> I was trying. I can't remember the. It's oh, I would love a Wizard title. of Oz land somewhere. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Is that the Wizard of Oz is. Is so ready to be a theme park. So ready, but we can never get it. It would need it. I honestly think it's because it needs either its own theme park or its own land. And I think if we're gonna get this anywhere, it's got we gotta advocate for it at Universal. Yeah. Like much how they have like the Nintendo Land that's coming out. I think it would be amazing. You'd have the yellow brick road. You'd follow it. Right. You know, you'd have the big icon of Oz. You could have a flying monkeys ride. Like there's so many things you could do. You could have your own version of the Bibbidi Bot Boutique. Um, in, oh, the wash and brush up company. Yeah, where they make the they put they the put bows them, in their hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Like, there's the so genius. many things like yeah. you could do, and you could have like like a courage like little event yeah. where like you try to teach like the kids to like you know be brave. I would or feel something. very bad for whatever performer, whatever uh, cast member has <laughs> to play the cowardly lion and go out in that costume and do his like if I were a king at a far but he's like sweating to death well, he, would sweat he has a, a lot. he starts suffering heat stroke in the middle of his song and he's I were the king. Oh you and could ride like, the little bike in a tornado I don't think <laughs> they reskin the ET ride so that you're still on yeah. a bike Actually they don't have to reskin it they could just copy that system because um, i don't think they own that would be great oh and you could buy your little shoes i think universal would be the perfect place for it islands yeah. of adventure this is another jim hill rumor that i have heard a million mm-hmm. times i don't know how serious it is but i do believe it was a proposal that universal created for a while was that if they ever lost marvel superheroes they would turn it into a wicked themed land not Ooh, wizard of oz wicked but universal owns the musical wicked or some portion of those rights hmm. is owned by the nbc comcast conglomerate now it's worth noting that the wizard of oz is 
uh, the film version is owned by Warner Brothers, and they already have a pretty good relationship with Universal over the Harry Potter rights. Right. So I don't think it's out of the question to get a Warner Brothers themed land. You That'd know, be nice. Universal. It'd be nice. We could do it. I think we could do it. I think it's so crazy that it doesn't exist already. I think it probably had something to do with Disney having some sort of theme park rights to the Wizard of Oz movie mm. for the Great Movie Ride. You know what? That might be it. That, that, could, that be. could very well be it. Um, the, but now that that's gone, we've yeah. opened a whole new world. And it would really help bring the Wizard of Oz fully to this new generation. Um, my final idea yes. um, that I think I couldn't let this go by without mentioning because mm-hmm. of how it, near and dear it is to my heart is Meet the Robinsons. And the fact that there is no Meet the Robinsons representation uh. in the park really bothers me, especially when you have a land called Tomorrowland. And then in Epcot, you have, you know, Future, future World. world. Yeah. So, like, you you have a movie that takes place in the future. I don't, I don't want to see any changes to Astro Orbiter because I do love Astro Orbiter, but that'd be so easy to theme They've that. They've already changed Astro Orbiter. I mean, the, the, the aesthetic of it has changed. Well... Look at those bubbles that they float around in. I know, but I I love the Astro Orbiter, right? And I think you could really make it into Meet the Robinsons. I think you could make the People Mover like a little bit of a theme to that, but not that I want to mess with the People Mover. Hey, you messing with my People Mover? I know you love the People Mover. We're gonna tussle, kid. But you could just so easily put something Meet the Robinsons in there. What? There's so much space in Future World, like especially in Epcot. Like, give me a Meet the Robinsons ride. They ride that cool little spaceship. You could. It could be a rinky dink, stupid little. I spin in a, a circle type yeah. thing. Or you can make it cool and give us all the different gadgets. Build the orphanage he lives in, and whenever you go in there, someone screams at you, hey, Goob! And you're like, they all hated me. Yeah. That's such a good I movie. know that they occasionally on special events will have the meet and greet with Bowler Cap Guy and... And um, Wilbur and... Uh, yeah, yeah, but I I want more. And I want it because Meet the Robinsons is a fantastic movie. Yes. It's that so one, I underrated. Don't, I don't know if it's – like that's the thing is that I don't think it quite hit the mark that Emperor's New Groove did. No, it, it didn't. The, you know, it didn't transcend the way that did. But I do think that there's room for lesser Disney films. And I yeah. think that's something that the people who run the parks, especially in this day and age where Disney is a massive conglomerate, they've kind of lost sight of that. Yeah. Is that the biggest ride at Disney World is – I mean, at Magic Kingdom, not the whole resort, but probably the biggest ride at Magic Kingdom is Splash Mountain, right? Like, mm. it's tall. It is physically large. Like, yeah. within Magic Kingdom, is there something else that rivals that that I'm forgetting? I don't know. I don't think it's the most popular because Peter Pan always has the longest wait time. I mean, Space Mountain, I don't know if that's bigger, but it's, it's probably more. I don't know. It really depends on the time of right. year and the but weather. Splash Mountain is so iconic. Yeah. And when you look at the grand scheme of Disney rides, it opens late in the game for something that iconic. It's like a it's a few decades after yeah. Haunted Mansion. Oh, or at least a decade because Haunted Mansion is 71, 72, mm-hmm. I think. And so then, you know, like it's kind of late in the game for a truly iconic Disney ride. And it's based on a movie that literally you can't see unless you're just watching it right. online, which, you know, it's but- kind of a boring movie to seek out. But they they just don't even care about the movies that make a lot of money. Coco was a success. It was. It's one of the highest films in Mexico. We don't have a plan. Why is Coco not in the Mexico Pavilion? Like that's ridiculous. They did, they did some kind of marketing test. I, you you Coco. can't. I'm sorry, but but the you, Three Caballeros is you, certainly not more well known than Coco. No, it's absolutely yeah. not. Even and Coco love... made a lot of money, and it's one of the most beautiful films. Like I would love to see. I mean, maybe again, you could specifically do Halloween event type things because Day of the Dead would be more popular. I feel oh, like oh, that'll then. go great in my seasonal. 
Yeah, world. your seasonal world. But, like, that would be so beautiful to see. Yeah. Like, and you'd have the little orange petals. Like, yeah. and it'd be the, nice. the architecture of Mexico as uh, sort of caricatured in that movie. It's yeah, First it's of all, it's, beautiful. A beautiful, it's a beautiful architectural style and it's a beautiful country. But then, like, the way it is caricatured in that movie and the way it is portrayed is beautiful. And right. I think that there's so much. Coco looks, you're right, it is kind of infuriating because it looks like it would be a beautiful theme park attraction. It would be amazing. And so that's my point is, like, it's not even just that these movies didn't make as much money they don't care about the movies that make a lot of money and even frozen one of the most popular disney films of the modern era like has a ride it has a ride and a show and the ride isn't like great i wrote it i I liked it it's cute but like for your most popular movie there should be more i mean you should have built a ride for your most popular you should have you shouldn't have rethemed and kind of reskinned yeah it's not like they they didn't change the track they didn't change any of the like effects really you know it's like you're going you go backwards at the same point and you go backwards through just sort of a black hallway yeah you know what i mean like, and it's not big like and you wouldn't know it's in norway and you can't tell it's frozen from the outside really like yeah. you just like why would you not build elsa's ice castle or something like you know what i mean like we're missing an opportunity to be truly immersive here. And they're getting that in Disneyland Paris. Yes. And that's my thing about the Meet the Robinsons ride is you want to bring some of that other country Disney park technology into our parks that's so popular overseas. Like right. you could do something so futuristic with that ride that yeah. would really implement some cool technology. Think about how long other Disney parks have had trackless dark rides. Oh, like yeah. Like the Winnie the Pooh ride, the Honey Hunt in – um in Japan has had a trackless ride system for something like a decade now. And we are just now getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Ratatouille. Ratatouille is a, a clone of a, a French ride. Right. Um, which is fitting. I mean, if that ride was going to open anywhere, Paris Because they the think we don't do need it. Like, I guess. I guess maybe. I guess it's people are coming about here. The American Disney parks, I think, are kind of overrun in a way. Yeah. Like, they're so crowded that if something is not working, I think they, they maybe test it other places purposefully. Mm. And that's a theory of mine because, like, you look at um, at Universal, Hagrid's motorbike. It has mm-hmm. a really long name. It's Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure, I think. I might have switched up some of those adjectives and verbs. Um, but no verbs, nouns. Shoot. God darn it. Anyway. Um <laughs> I said God, and then I said darn it, as if, Molly, I blasphemed. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but, but you know, you look at Hagrid's, that they didn't, you know, like there's just issues getting it up and running because it's a long and immersively right. themed ride. So there's issues running it. But it's so popular, you know, that, that the lines look like they go on forever just because there are normal no, operational issues, issues with the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney tries their best to avoid that. And that's why they test so much of this outside the country. Yeah, but we're testing it and we're not getting it here well i mean star wars just opened the rise of the resistance that has trackless a trackless section of it like the main ride part uh, yeah but like that takes so long like i mean i don't know i don't know this is a long podcast this is a long podcast we're gonna wrap it up i will say just lastly yeah go ahead my final idea for a great park based on the disney a great movie based on the disney parks Mm -hmm. experience yes molly i think it's high time that journey into imagination with figment was made into, and I know that the popular thing is make it a Disney Plus show, make it a Disney Plus show with Figment as a lovable cartoon. Molly, you and I know the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth that Figment is a monster. Figment's a monster, which I feel like will someday deserve its own episode. It'll get multiple episodes. I think an arc, maybe. 
Um, I think this episode, instead of playing out with the Family Matters theme song, wouldn't it be great if every episode of the show ended with the Family, Family Matters, Matters theme song? I think we're going to play out maybe on uh, One Little Spark, the theme song yeah. of Journey and Imagination. But I would just like to say Molly and yeah, I we are right now. We have a solid movie idea. We are calling, right now, we're mailing ourselves an envelope with the idea for copyright. I, mm-hmm. That's hilarious to me. But um, we, are, we are, right now, we're calling dibs. It's a horror movie where Figment inspires people to do bad things because he puts just one little spark in your imagination. Mm-hmm. Molly, it's gonna be—it's gonna be terrifying. It's gonna be horrifying. You, people, it's you gonna be wonder what—you wonder what happened to the Dreamfinder. You, you want to know? There, you don't know. You don't know where you he is. You don't know what Figment's got planned. Hey, guys. why is Eric Idle hosting this ride that used to have like a lovable Santa Claus type in it? Who what knows? Happened, what happened to the Dreamfinder? Anyway, you're gonna dream find out <laughs> in theaters this Christmas. <laughs> I don't think Disney True will Christmas ever let it. What if they we just do a fan film of, of our Figment idea? Maybe. Of Figment inspiring Someday. you to do bad things. If anyone cares. Oh, everyone cares. All right, well, All this, right, has, well, this been has been the pants are too tight. another classic episode on the on the banks, in the books. <laughs> if, you're st- if you made it to the end of this one, this long one, If you made it you to the end around. of this episode, please tweet us, at the Pants Podcast. Tweet us, hashtag... Journey into imagination. No, that's taken. Hashtag uh, 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 just a figment. Hashtag just a figment. I've named our horror movie, oh Molly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't. Oh, my God. That's great. Anyway, we'll catch you on the flip side. Yeah, email us. Uh, the Pants Are Too Tight podcast at Gmail. Follow us on Instagram. Just look up The Pants Are Too Tight. You'll find us. You'll We're find around. Us. Um, if you have any questions comments problems concerns your genius ideas for disney park movies let us know or your idea of what disney uh movies were begging for theme park attractions all right all right thanks god bless america (laughs) imagination a dream can be a dream come true with just that spark Send in me and you.